Welcome to Lovrin Low, episode one. I can't quite believe I'm saying that. It almost doesn't seem real. But here we are, so thank you for having me. Sitting here right now, all I can imagine is little Lois shouting somewhere from the sidelines, you did it, you actually did it, and that's quite a wonderful feeling. Now, it's only polite that I introduce myself for those of you who don't know me. I'm Lois, I'm 33 years old, and a mum to the most amazing nine-year-old, Teddy Rose. She really is my best friend, um, my soulmate. She's my absolute everything. We live in the Cotswolds with our cockapoo, Dorothy. She's named after the Arctic Monkey song, Yellow Brick Road, not The Wizard of Oz. Just wanted to clear that up. There's a reason why I have chosen today for my very first episode. And no, not because it's Valentine's Day. Just like the late Queen, I have two birthdays. Obviously, the day that I was born, which is in August. Oh, I am a Leo, which may explain a lot the more you get to know me. There is another special sort of birthday, which is called Lois Day. And it's on the 14th of February. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story. I hope you have a cup of tea and maybe some tissues. I think I may need some after this. Love stories can come in many forms, but the one that most only ever dream about is love at first sight. Thursday, the 14th of February, 1991 was the beginning of a love story like no other. Two wonderful people filled with excitement, fear and nerves entered an unfamiliar home and experienced a feeling that would change their world. Inside that home was a little girl sat in a rose pattern dress. She had the biggest green eyes and the chubbiest rosy cheeks this was their love at first sight moment, and from that day forward, those three lives were transformed forever. Even though I was too young to remember the details and too young to fully understand this incredible moment, I have spent the last 32 years feeling that love every single day. I was given a chance at a new life, and I was chosen by two of the most amazing people you could ever imagine. Adoption is one of the most beautiful displays of love in the world. Nothing is forced. Nobody has to pretend. And it really is a love story like no other. So it wasn't until I became a mother myself that I really understood what an incredibly hard thing adoption is. I used to think to myself, imagine a moment that you decide that you want a baby, that you want to have a family of your own. But before you can do that, a complete stranger 
comes into your home and questions you, questions every single thing about you, the way you live, what do you do as a job, uh, being told you work too much, how will you have time for your child, or you don't work enough, so how can you provide for your child, who your friends and family are, are they going to be a positive influence for your child? Then they decide whether or not you are fit to be a parent, fit to have the family you've always wanted and dreamed of. You go through this constant stress and heartache, a really gruelling process. And at the end of it, there's no guarantee. It may take months, years, it may never even happen. There might never be a baby for you to bring home into your family and to give a baby a life and a baby that you can be a mother or a father to. And I think for anyone to adopt a child, it really is the most incredible thing in the world. And they are the strongest and bravest people out there. There is also a side to adoption that not many people talk about, and that's the one being adopted. Growing up, knowing I was adopted was definitely not easy for me. In fact, I struggled with it immensely. I spent many years having an identity crisis. I really didn't know who I was. You have this conflict of environment and genetics. And that's hard enough on its own. And then you mix it with hormones. And, well, let's just say it got rather messy. I can openly say that I have struggled for many, many years with who I am and who I want to be. You have this trauma that you don't remember or understand embedded so deeply inside you. How do you overcome that? How do you deal with a trauma that you know nothing about? And the thing with trauma is it follows you everywhere, relationships, friendships, motherhood and the effect it has on your physical health and your mental health. And it's something I never quite appreciated. For example, one year I can be a size eight, the next year I could be a size 12 and nothing's changed. I've eaten the same, I've exercised the same. The only difference is, is if my year has been more stressful or less stressful. And when I become stressed, I get anxious and it triggers this trauma inside me and I have no control over it. You can't dissect it and you can't work through it bit by bit like you would in other traumatic situations. You have no recollection, you just have a feeling. 
Then there's the curiosity. You have so many questions. But by asking those questions, you know that you're hurting the two people that have given you an incredible life, have given you love, a roof over your head, food on the table, been there to celebrate your good days, held you on the bad days. You feel this overwhelming amount of guilt every time you ask, where did I come from? What were my birth parents like? Do I look like them? Do I have siblings? Why was I adopted? And it isn't until I've become an adult, or more so a mother, that I have really appreciated how tough that must have been for my parents to answer those questions and see that I had this curiosity that wasn't going away and then there was a huge part of me that really wanted to find out where I came from and it wasn't because I didn't love them it wasn't because they weren't the best parents I could have ever asked for but there's just something inside you that makes you feel like you can't move on with life until you have those answers then when you do have those answers, they weren't what you were expecting or wanted or ever imagined. There's this regret of, I really wish I didn't know that. You feel a huge amount of heartbreak, an overwhelming amount of anger towards the whole situation. And you're not quite sure where to point that anger. You blame your birth parents, you blame yourself. And ultimately you end up feeling really alone. And it's taken me a long time to process all of that and get to a point of healing and understanding. And in all honesty, I'm probably not still quite there with the healing. And maybe I'll never get there. Maybe this is just how it's going to be for the rest of my life. And that's okay. It's just about learning ways to cope with the triggers of the trauma. But now I look back and I'm so grateful for everything that happened to me from the day that I was born. Because it really has made me who I am today. And I know that's such a cliche, but it's true. I am by no means perfect, but I would say that I am at a point in my life where I am quite happy and confident and comfortable in my own skin. And it's taken a long, long time to get to that place. So this episode is dedicated to two of the most wonderful people I know. Thank you for doing everything you did to get me where I am today. I wouldn't be here telling my story without you. I love you with all of my heart, mum and dad. You are everything and more. So happy Lois Day.
I really hope you all have a wonderful Valentine's Day filled with the love you deserve, whether that's with a partner, friends, family, or maybe you are enjoying a day of self-love. So that's a personal favourite to find, is a day of self-love. Running a bath, lighting some candles, eating my favourite snacks, and possibly buying myself something that I really wanted just to give myself a little treat. I think it's really important for us to practice self-love and realise how wonderful we all are inside and out. If you have a dilemma or a story you would like to share, then this is the place to do it. So please email lovefromrowpodcast at outlook.com. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. Love from Lowe.